I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're recording. You don't need to announce it. See, this is where you need to get tips from Vic, because Vic would never... Hey, no, me saying, and we're recording, is the equivalent of a little clap to, so that the, for the sound guy, for Colm uh, to uh, lo- sync it all yeah. up. Jamie, don't worry about it. It's just a bit no of technical stuff. No, we need to sync stuff. up anything. You don't need to sync, sync it up. Sync up the audio, mate. That's, that's oh, what we're I doing. Know. I don't know. Hey, hey, Vic, even though <laughs> yes. we've had a whole part one together, it's really, yeah. it's really great to see you. It's nice to see you too. Not just in part two, just in general. It's great to see you. Yeah, yeah it's it's really nice, you know, that you're that you're choosing love as well. Does, what do you mean choosing? Choosing, <laughs> choosing love, choosing. Oh, so love. I don't know why it sounded like you said choosing. Yeah, I'm choosing love. I've got about five of these t-shirts, you know. Can you? Are you so, allowed to really? send us one? Uh, yeah. But I mean, they're for charity, so maybe you could just buy one yourself. <laughs> Jamie, he's always <laughs> sorry, sorry, Vic. He's always looking. He's always looking for an opportunity to get something from a charity for free. I don't free. think you should do that. I think you should spend some money on it. He, he used to shoplift, but only at Cancer Research. <laughs> you know what? So I used to work at Cancer Research when I was in um, final year of school, me and my friend. And mm-hmm. these people used to come in and shoplift all the time. And this is going to be really, this is going to sound really bad. We didn't used to do anything about it. We used to just stand and watch at, from the table. <laughs> No, no used to encourage them. Used to go, no, come on, no, no, get no, in no, here no. and steal it. No, the thing is, right? So they were, the homeless people would always come in, and we just thought they do really need these clothes. So we just kind of let them. But we were told if anyone comes and shoplifts from the store while we're on duty, we had we're supposed to push a button, and Dot would come from the back, and she'd be like, "Ee lasses, I'll help you." 
but she um. What well, dot was like them. a dot was like a pit bull. What was dot? Wait, dot from EastEnders. <laughs> dot. I shouldn't should be saying any of this. I shouldn't be saying Who any of this. Who the fuck is dot? <laughs> dot was our manager. Dot was our manager at Cancer Research. Basically, we used to do it once a week on Mondays after school. Me and my friend Al, we'd go and work in the Cancer Research shop. We'd get some Greggs, eat that while we worked at the till, and um, people would shoplift all the time, and we just sort of. Sort of watched, watched it happen. <laughs> watched it happen. What the hell? It's the worst, the worst employee ever. You just watch people are stealing stuff and just and, and then making a joke of it in a podcast <laughs> and not caring. You're the you're the dick. I'm not. I just wanted a t-shirt. You stole that probably. I didn't know. I didn't. I paid for these. Also, we yeah. sold lots of good things, and the money went to a fantastic cause during her time there. Yes, it's good. It's good. I mean, I, I uh, you know, commend you for working for ch- uh, cancer research. Yeah, because you can so. think of any worse than working for a charity, could you, Francis? That's what you're basically saying. <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? Well, now, now that we mentioned it, I'm actually running five k- kilometres for um, the Eve Appeal, which is a uh, cancer which funds uh, research into gynecological cancer prevention rather than hey, actually there you go. treatment. That's so good. So it's very it's it's very good. And actually, if you want to support me, my the link is in my Instagram bio. Um, if you want to see me uh, run, run in lipstick or sh- shave my head or whatever, there are different. Things oh, great! Like, so we can we can dress you for your we can, 5K. We can dress you up. Yeah, for you it. can you can you can you can dress me if you if you okay. make a uh, donation. Hey hey everyone, welcome back to part two of Private Parts. We're still here with Victoria Hope. Yes. Like, hey, do you not love your do you not love your your surname? Do you not love well, that it's Hope? You know, it's not, I, it's not actually I, your surname, isn't it? Or it is your surname? Yeah, so kind of. My my name is actually Victoria Wanyao Warsu Hope. But um Sorry, say that it, again. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are you are you Nigerian? Yes, yeah, so I'm half Nigerian. Half Nigerian. Half Nigerian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sound like a cat. <laughs> my yeah, my name is Victoria Wanya Warsu Hope. It means child of the sun. I mm. like that. Yeah, well, you did it before. No, I did. I did. <laughs> I, I, I like. I, I sat. I. It's. It's very. It, if I'm laughing, uh, coming from a a white posh posh privileged place, me just laughing, yeah. <laughs> it does not come across <laughs> very well at all. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. Really doesn't. Jamie's name means son <laughs> of a bitch. <laughs> You're just laughing, making me say it again while you touch my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, have you have you always have you always been quite charitable? Have you always kind of done things that? Uh, have you always been that type of person to kind of go, okay, I want to kind of help others and discover about other people's lives and things like that, or or no? Just because you worked at the cancer research place, you're a journalist, you want to go and help people. Now you're doing the refugee stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've never really thought about it. I, I guess, I guess because of our family setup, which is that we have half our family still live in Nigeria. So all of my mum's side of the family. Um, and it was, it, the way it works over there is that if, if they want to send someone over to the UK for an education or for a better life, there's often quite a lot of people kind of pull together to make that happen. So we have a responsibility to the rest of our village back in Nigeria. So we send, we've all my, all my life, we've always sent money back, um, which I've always kind of, liked because where aid is concerned sometimes a lot of charities are not entirely sure where things are going or how much is actually going to help people how much is going into overheads or bureaucracy or whatever so it's been our way and I was brought up um thinking that the best thing you can do is to send money clothes food back to people kind of directly charity starts exactly charity starts at home so that's 
always been a big part of our family life. Um, but, but but do but do you, do you, um do you, you know as you said I, I commend you. It's a really great thing to do, and more people should do it. Do you do it because you you feel you feel like you should? You feel like you're you're obliged yeah. to do it because yeah. Well, because I've got I've got a like a really great, comfortable, safe life. Like as far as I understand, that means I'm lucky. So I have a responsibility because not everyone's so lucky. I think I've always been um, quite aware of the stark injustices and inequalities that there are in the world. Again, because I've got so many so many uh, members of my family live in in a very rural part of Nigeria that is impoverished, that, that where there isn't a lot of food, where everyone is self sufficient, um, and when the say when the rains don't come, that means you're not going to eat. Like. As far as I'm concerned, that's not quite fair if you were to be brought up um, with all that you need and abundance of food. So um, being being conscious of that is important to me and doing something to help it is important to me. So that's always been the case. And I do get really upset when I when I hear about any sort of injustice, any sort of inequality, maybe to my detriment, because often if something seems unfair, I speak out about it. And I get in, I've been in trouble loads of times when I thought something didn't seem quite right. Sometimes there are other explanations for things. Exactly. Just but can you give Can you give examples of when you've spoken out when you feel like uh, you've already done it in the past? I always I always do it. It's always if. Oh, what? Because mm, you you hate injustice and you feel you you hate. No, that makes it sound so grandiose when it's not. When it, even when it's little things. Francis, even if, if you don't know like, what grandiose means, it's it's another big word. Don't worry about it. What, you know what, what? I'm what just, I'm very, I'm very, it, even on a day-to-day basis. So I work with kids like uh, currently every day, but it, up until lockdown, it was once a week, every Sunday, I work with a group of kids um, from all over the world who've come from very difficult backgrounds and who, um, who don't have the same start in life. And you can see some of them are quite naughty. Some of them, um, as they get a bit older, that they, they become naughtier and I find it difficult to accept that that they're like a lost cause or that they're naughty kids because it's not been fair. Their upbringing hasn't been the same as others, and and I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Do you think I get that that's? An, do you think people being born into different circumstances is an injustice? No, it's 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 inequality, but it's not necessarily yeah. an injustice. I think it's an injustice for them. But it's not necessarily an injustice it's not, of it's society not a because everyone injustice has no. that people are born into different because because we can't all be born into the same circumstances. But, but I, it just wouldn't work. You know, you can't you can't create that situation. But but I no. get what you're but I get what you're saying because that I, I think what you're more saying is I totally agree with you is that um, people are born into certain situations and uh, they're not given a chance in life and so it's not their fault that certain things they but there certain things happen to them whether the life they lead or something happens and they go down that route it's actually it's just un- unfortunate circumstances and it's just not fair yeah it's, it's not, not fair, fair. I, I, and I and I totally agree with you on that <coughs> I always. I always sort of talk about that. that's why I always say that I think the educational system is totally flawed because yeah. you know especially you know in state schooling you have 45 kids in a class uh, one kid could be being abused his parents could be going through a divorce he could be having a trouble he could be just an introvert all these different things and if you're not good at school um, that means you're then just cast out as a misfit, and so therefore you're not thought about or, well, or cared that's the about. Thing. Like there used to be much more um, emphasis on a- apprenticeships for people who maybe yeah. didn't want to do or who didn't excel at school, and then they had the grammar school system to to take the people who were very uh, performing very well and bring them up the the uh, this, this sort of the stri- you know the route to success and and fulfilment. 
So, but now, yeah. you know, there's a lot less of that now. Everyone's being standardized in a, st- a state school way. And then there's a very small elite uh, of people who get to go to private schools who end up running everything, which isn't yeah. fair, is it? No, it's not representative either. Um, And I think that a lot of kids feel quite disenfranchised because if they're not academically inclined, then they just feel locked out of the whole of society because from, you know, then on up that they they don't have the same opportunities. But you're so right. I'm I'm such a a huge advocate for education in its broadest term, not just meaning, um, you know, your core school subjects, but but kids knowing that they could do apprenticeships or they could do GMBQs or they could do more... um, vocational or you know a, a practice-based um jobs in the future yeah uh, yeah and and also this is so so right like you know you don't and if you are a if you are a, a kid if you are a kid out there if you are one of the listeners who we have a lot are, of kids listen, who listen to this yeah you know, sorry for the yeah, that <laughs> excites you doesn't it yeah, stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry for all the poop chat, the, the poo chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's but it's it's so true and i feel that if you are someone out who is out there who is not performing at school in terms of the getting the right grades and, and sort of the science and the math and these things it doesn't matter because actually you can go into a world where you don't need a certain degrees in order to achieve and you don't need certain things and you don't need to be uh, you just need an instagram account <laughs> 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 but but you but you can but like you know creativity is is it's such an amazing attribute to have in life and and I was always told that if I didn't pass these exams or get this degree, I was never going to be successful in the terms of what I thought successful was when I was younger. But actually, success doesn't isn't defined by being cash rich in any way whatsoever. Success is about waking up every day and actually loving what you're doing. And yeah. so many people um, don't well, realize feeling that. fulfilled, right? Yeah, on fulfillment, a hundred percent. Hey, Vic, um, are you so lockdown at the moment? Mm. Uh, are you by yourself in lockdown? I live alone. In okay. my flat. No. Okay, well, yeah. you've been lonely. Okay. No, I'm not lonely at all. I'm actually not lonely at all. I think at the beginning I was like, oh shit, what if, what if I'm here for eight weeks? Look how it turned out. Um, and and I'm on my own. But imagine if I'd been here with a housemate. I think I would have hated it more. Yeah, you did. You ended ju- up. But did you think about like, uh, you know, buddying up with s- some guy to like go yeah. through it together? Did you say? Did you make any calls before? You're like, hey, I don't know if you're. Hey, listen, this is free, not a this lockdown. Call. This is a nine-week call. Are you ready yeah. for this? <laughs> hey, you... let's 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 do a crash test of uh, you know us together. You know. Basically, basically, what France is trying to get out. Are, are you dating at the moment? Are you not dating, or is that too much of a personal question to ask? It probably is a bit of a personal question. It's, to qu- ask. it's really personal question to yeah, ask. Yeah, but I've but I've asked it, so there we go. <laughs> is it is it because we spoke to someone the other day who said they've been doing these Zoom dates, mm. and I don't know. I don't think I'd be very good at a Zoom date because I'd no. be sitting with my headphones on, holding a microphone, going, "Hi, <laughs> you, you want to see my oh. penis?" <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah. I am. <laughs> no, I've not been doing Zoom dating. I, I'm rubbish, even at the best of times, at phone calls. Like, if someone calls me, I let it ring out. And then I text them going, you called? Because I don't I don't need to talk. I don't want to talk. I just want to, I want to see you. Um, if you've got any information you need to pass on to me, text it. And then I can find it. Don't even <laughs> give me a voice note. Just text it to me. And we'll meet at that time. Yeah, yeah. If you want a voice note, just start your fucking podcast already. <laughs> Wait, Vic, that is super sexy. If me and you were dating and you sent me a message saying, have you got any information to send me? Uh, otherwise, you can just you can just text me. That is great. That's a real turn on, I think, for guys. <laughs> have you got any information? No, I've, ju- I've just never been one. Even with my friends, I've, I'm not one for... I lived abroad for a year 
and all my friends were Skyping each other and they were like, why don't you join the Skype? And I'm like, I have nothing to say to you over Skype. When I see you, we're gonna have an amazing time. But right now, that's not what we're doing. I'm just rubbish at phone calls. I got better because I miss my family so much and we are like doing the Zooms and the house parties and all of that. Um, but but no, I can't imagine dating over Zoom. Like I really love touching people. like on the arm or like on the do you know what I mean like no 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 what? idea what you mean Wait, what, what do you mean I really <laughs> love touching people on the arm uh, is that what you're saying is that I, I'm a vet I, lo- I love eye contact and I love um I, I love con- physical contact and it just feels like I wouldn't be able to be myself or get to know them as their self in a Zoom context. So it just feels like a bit of a waste of time. Wait, so it's... what you're what you're saying, Vic, is that you really want to do an episode with us in the studio. I would love that, obviously, but we can't do you, that. You want to get back in the studio. Well, so, you know. Wait, we, Vic, we, are, are you one of these people that if you're on a date, you do that thing where you suddenly sit still and you just stare at them? in the eyes do you do that and go do you feel that not, connection not intentionally and i would never say do you feel that connection what do you take me for but do you hear I that think, I, that's I think the sound <laughs> of i think you would do you, do you feel that you would say that you're that type no of i wouldn't no i wouldn't jamie i would never say do you feel that but i do like looking at people's i think it's with these phones is where where i'm looking at my camera is not where you're looking at yours so we can't, we can't make proper eye contact and i do miss that if you look at your camera you can look Oh my god, look that's No, but I'm look not looking at You're looking at the eyes of a killer. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> look at him. Scary. But, I, but I'm not looking so if I look at your eyes, you're not actually looking at mine because I'm not looking at the camera. I have to look at the screen. And now I can see your eyes through my camera. <laughs> Alright, you pervert. What are you literally doing? Stuff like she's now no Vickers were calling backwards because she's freaked out by you. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So, so what you're saying is that you're, you're more, you're more, you're, you're about the intimate. You're, you like, you like to be there with, so you're about the present moment with someone. That's of course, who doesn't? I do yeah. miss that. Um, but I'm, I'm very lucky because, well, for a start, I'm, I'm actually because I'm working at the refugee centre, which I'm allowed to do. So mm-hmm. I've got contact at social distance from 
you know, plenty of people, the other volunteers and some of the families that I've been working with and we're doing food deliveries. Um, so I'm not completely on my own. And we do have, and I think this is allowed and it's definitely allowed now. And I think it was allowed before, but so I live in a block in Hackney and Dalston and we have like a shared roof terrace for everyone who's in like my block and then a courtyard in between and there's four blocks around it. So everyone's got roof terrace and then there's a courtyard that's shared. So actually we've got, I've got loads of people to talk to and I've got to know all my neighbours. We'll have a glass of wine like over the balconies or in the terrace. So we're kind you're, of... You're basically having raves. You're basically no, we're not. Big, but you're having big we're, raves. On we're, your definitely not ha- we're definitely not having raves. That's we're how definitely you got pregnant. Having... That's how you got pregnant. That's how it happened. We but now on, know. Um, scoop, yeah, socially distant <laughs> sex, right? How does that work? Just chuck the spoon. Yeah, yeah, catch just, it. Just hey, chuck the semen. With, with, with a blow dart. You're like lying there. dart into your vagina. What are you doing? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like horrific. <laughs> Francis is mimicking what actually would happen. You look like you're being milked, Francis. That's just hey, no, I, I was blowing the dart and having one blown in me, apparently. <laughs> Into your sphincter. Into your sphincter. My, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, right, Francis, we need to have uh, the answer to the question of the week, buddy. Oh, yeah. Um... So the question was, what was it? What was kind of interesting about um, the second person to get a PhD uh, in computer science? Well, I guess if you think it's interesting that she was a woman, that's that's one thing for you, Jamie, because you you kind of are very chauvinist, right? You think it's <laughs> you, you, you don't think women should go to school. You think they belong in the kitchen. <laughs> no, nothing uh, like that. But uh, but but actually, she was actually a, a Roman Catholic nun. Whoa. Yeah, and she got a PhD, and she got the second PhD ever in computer science. Whoa. I quite, hey, there we go. I like when that. When was that? What, what, what year? Where? I'm going to guess the year. 19, yeah, 19, 1942. You can guess the year for a bonus, right? So a bonus. 1942. I've not, not guessed. I've not guessed. Um, I'm going to say 1984. What? 1984? That's way mm. late, Vic. What are you talking about? It's way too late, surely. So when do you wait, so you think that when do you, okay so she actually she died in 1985 <laughs> <laughs> wow she she had the last year was banging she, for her uh, yeah Massive. Uh, uh, her, her name year. was mary kenneth keller she was the, ah. she was the second person to get a okay a PhD i said 1942 so what year what year was well, that right she died in 19 in 1985 so she was doing computer science up until she died right yes she died. but i know but what year that's not what we asked what are you talking about when did she get her phd yeah when did she get it when did she get it when did she get it Oh, uh, she got her PhD in um, 1975. Ooh. So I was closer. You're way closer. You're way yeah. closer than me. All right, there you go. There's the answer to that How one. How old Thanks. was she when oh, she sorry, died? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, 1965. She got oh. her. <laughs> why, did you, why did you make up? Like, you, no, you because you couldn't find the said, answer and you made it up. You made it up. Said, <laughs> it said that she commenced uh, uh, teaching or something at 1975, but she got her, her she got her PhD in 1965. So she started teaching 10 years after she got her PhD. What was she doing in between? I guess computer science. <laughs> lab lab none. work. She did a nun. Just she had, she, had a, she had a lot of work on with nunning. Yeah. Nunning yeah. around. Nunning hey, around. Uh, why don't we have your diary, Francis? For some reason, I haven't been keeping much of a diary during lockdown. 
it's not for a lack of things to write about, um, as Samuel Pepys would point out, but it's just that I've been so busy making techno music. Have you? Yeah. Sick, Ron. Banging techno al- anthems. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you. I'll se- should I send? Should I send no, it to you afterwards? We don't want to hear it. No, we, I, don't, Vic, we don't. Vic, should I send you my techno oh, track? Vic. No, Vic. Um, you send it to Vic, and then you could play it on your rooftop. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I'm like not it. having <laughs> raves on my rooftop. I have a glass <laughs> of wine on my balcony, from which <laughs> I can see other people who. Oh, there's building. a communal space, and there's four buildings. We're all friends. We've all been hanging out. No, we haven't. Yeah, just had, I've just seen them. All oh, right. Yeah. Uh, but it, I bet I bet it's really exciting, isn't it, when you have that, that legal lockdown sex, isn't it? Which, which, <laughs> Vic. But it's even it's so much better now that it's illegal. <laughs> oh, this is so is that dangerous. The end of your, is that the end of your diary, actually? Yeah, is, is that, that the end of your diary, Francis? What's what more? Um, uh, I've been so busy making techno music that I haven't really had a chance to sit down and document things going on around me. So I thought I would take this moment. 10 minutes before we record a Zoom podcast <laughs> with Vic Hope, friend of the podcast, to tell you all that everything is great. And He's uh, making it up. Look at him. He's making it up as he's now looking out the window. He's looking out the window. <laughs> no, I was just taking a moment to say the last. <laughs> I think everything is great. And I just can't wait until we are all back together again. And uh, we can record... Pod, private parts podcast in the studio but I think it's also wonderful sorry I think it's why don't you repeat that last paragraph think, exactly yeah, what was the last it? word we what just missed it? it what did you say I, yeah from the window bit oh yeah I said I think it's so I can't wait till we're all back together again um, that we can go back and record a podcast in a studio like people rather than prisoners in our own homes sick diary buddy yeah that was beautiful well done Francis. if you want uh uh vic i will send you my techno track i'll send it to you on, on instagram yeah okay great uh i know you're you not like asking to do with for it? it but but you're gonna thank me after you no just <laughs> listen to it okay well thank you now thank what you is she gonna, what is she gonna do with it just oh, listen gonna, to it on my yeah, own in my house to it dance to it i do like dancing alone in my kitchen so yeah i will all right you can it's do a lock hey. it's a lockdown anthem wow hey um Victoria Nawai Hope Hey no Vic honestly buddy you are just such a dream and thank you so much for letting us spend an hour of your time today and just having me Hey we're getting this is a really good episode as well I think I think Jamie I don't want to you know jinx it but I think we're getting better at doing this whole this whole podcasting thing. Well, you would hope so. I mean, on Zoom. On Zoom. I mean, oh, Zoom podcasting. Z- oh, You've been doing it for ages, haven't you? Or, yeah. or possibly we just have a just just Vic is just a just a great guest. We've Jamie, we've is. never got an excuse not to put out uh, an episode if we if we're if we're away on holiday or whatever. Did you just we- burp at the same time as saying that? You did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry no, about that. But Vic, honestly, honestly, dude, I, 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 I can't wait to see what happens as soon as you get out of um, lockdown. What you're going to do? Can you give us any little sneak peek of what you might be up to or anything? Uh, yeah, I can say. Okay, I can say we've got cool. We've got a children's show. Um, we've got an art show. We've got a big old sports show. But we're going to have to wait for that one. You've got way big, more big than old what? Sports show. What the hell? I got none of this shit. What the hell? You're just smashing it. 
No, but we're not. We haven't. We haven't made them yet. We're just like waiting to be able to make them. But we'll make them. Hey, look, if you, if you ever need a, if you ever need a co-host, if you ever need a friend, if you ever need a buddy, <laughs> and if you ever need another blow dart, I am <laughs> here for you. That oh, insemination from a distance. Her. Yes, he did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no worries. No, yeah. no I love worries. that you don't think I can find a donor myself. You've offered to inseminate me or <laughs> someone who could be all four, all of the above. Hey, Vic, listen, um, you're an absolute dream. Um, uh, you're, you're not only a friend of the podcast, you're our friend as well. And thank you so oh. much. For, no, you really are. Go and follow Vic on uh, Instagram as well. And just be safe. Oh, you guys, like yeah, sorry he about just that. Smacked the desk so hard. I know. Thank I got you. so passionate about what I was wow, saying. Wow, you're like Boris Johnson the other night. What we like to do at the end of the podcast is leave our listeners with something inspirational. Oh shit! I forgot we did this last time as well, didn't yeah. we? And I didn't know. Yeah, uh, it's so funny how it always catches people out, even always... guests of the podcast, pre- previous guests of the podcast. I've done yeah. it before. I can't remember what I said last time. I hope I don't say the same thing again. Um, something inspirational. Ah, I've got something. <clears throat> Did you know that given the length of a giraffe's neck, wait, let me start again. Did you know that given the length of a giraffe's neck, it should be impossible for them to pump the blood from their heart up to their brain. And yet they have evolved a strong enough wall around their heart to be able to defy gravity so that their brains can work and they can prosper. So if you too feel that you have a huge vast chasm between your heart and your head, don't worry, you can build walls around it too and make it work. That's beautiful. That did you did beautiful. you just make that just, up on the spot? Did you just you? read that off your wall as well? Like, what the hell was that? <laughs> no, <Reddit>. no. <laughs> I recently was reading about giraffes and it really struck me that I feel like I might have an affinity with them because there's also a big gap between my heart and my head, so I've built a wall around it too. So that so what you're oh, saying is love that. Yeah. So, so you so you you're saying that you feel like you don't think with your heart enough? Or vice versa, or I do things that are just led by my heart when really I should be thinking with my head. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes, that's true. <laughs> Great way to end it, Francis. That was good. <laughs> no, I'm saying people do that. That's, that's, uh, so we're all guilty of that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, we are. I was kind of thinking that's true even in my case sometimes. Hey, Vic, mm. thank you so much for going to the podcast. We adore you to bits. And, oh, uh, thank you. Hey, listen, as soon as we're out, you'll, you'll come back on. Jamie, I like the way you're holding your microphone. Yeah, with my little finger out. I don't know why I do that. (laughs) All right, everyone. (laughs) We're going to see you next week. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Much love to you. Stay safe. Thank you so much. Bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. <laughs> <laughs> you will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was, like... Wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> but you, you were different. Like you were real different. Bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.